Welcome to Can I Offer You Some Feedback? My name is Sara, and this is the podcast for those who have a complicated relationship with feedback and are looking to hear from real people across levels and industries with their ideas, perspectives, and best practices on feedback. Before we dive in, I'd like to introduce our guest for the podcast today, T. He's an attorney focused on estate planning and probate issues and a former healthcare administrator. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Sarah. Wonderful to be here. So let's kick things off with the main question of the podcast. When I say the phrase, can I offer you some feedback? What's your gut reaction when you hear that? My gut reaction when I hear that is simply, someone's going to say something negative towards me. So you immediately jump to the negative side. Well, yeah, people don't generally ask permission to say nice things to you. That's interesting. If someone comes up to you and says, wow, you look really pretty today. They're not going to say, can I give you some feedback? I think you look pretty. Like, can I give you some feedback? They are priming you for some negative, critical feedback. Mm, So you feel like it's couching kind of the conversation and like setting you up to receive something that you may not like to hear. Correct. Interesting. When you're thinking about feedback, do you prefer to give feedback or to receive feedback? I mean, no one likes receiving negative feedback, right? Sorry, I'm just assuming that all feedback is negative and pejorative. (laughs) I guess a better answer to your question is, I think that all feedback needs to be a conversation. It can't just be one way. It has to be bi-directional. So I like to both give and receive feedback. And when I'm given feedback, I generally like to give feedback on the feedback that was given so that people who talk to me know this was properly received and or given, or you know what, you just said some things that went over my head because you, you did it wrong. So I like to, it to be a conversation, a back and forth. Good question, Sara. I like that you're sharing it's a conversation, right? It's not one directional. It's something that two people or more are participating in and that it perhaps implies that there's some relationship already present, that it's not just being given out of context. So I like that you're kind of connecting those. I'm curious to know when you're thinking about whether it's in the conversation or outside of that conversation, how do you define meaning? Meaningful feedback. So meaningful feedback to me is something that comes with opportunity for action. So giving someone feedback of, you know, you really screwed that up, that in and of itself is, is, mean, is meaningless because, cool, I screwed that up. How do I do it better? Why do you think that I screwed it up? Do I agree with you that I screwed it up? There's a lot more in here. So in order for it to be meaningful, it's wow, you really screwed that up. Obviously, no one should say that because, again, you're putting them on the defensive. You're gonna, They're just going to shut down. But talking about opportunities to do it better or differently in the future, giving people a roadmap or an opportunity for further discussion of, in the future, we should talk about this and we should come up with a plan. So I think meaningful feedback is something that can is, is actionable. I, I know that to be true in, in working with you, that tie to action, like, what do we do? do after this conversation so that we're not just talking, that it's tied to a plan, that it's tied to a direction, (laughs) that there are clearly defined steps to it, really can be uh, very impactful, especially for both sides to know where are we standing? what's Where are we on the path to improve whatever it is or to continue to see that great behavior if it's, you know, supportive feedback, but definitely that action orientation to it. I'm curious, when you're thinking about that meaningful feedback and that action orientation, do you have an example that comes to mind of where either you've seen or, you know, you've observed it or perhaps you've received that meaningful action-oriented feedback? You know, I think so. One specific example does not come to mind. Mm. Unfortunately, I don't have a, let me tell you about a time when. (laughs) What I can tell you is that the way that I live my life every single day with all of the relationships around me, 
is one in which I make sure that any conversation is either is meaningful with meaningful feedback, with with actionable next steps, or is predefined as this is a meaningless conversation. We are having fun. We are just drinking. We are whatever it is that we're doing. It's it's not meaningful. So like in my relationships with my clients, in my relationships with uh, the other people in my office, in my relationship with my friends, with my wife, all of these things to me Every conversation is an opportunity for meaningful feedback because I, I feel like the relationships that I have developed around me are ones in which we're constantly trying to help each other. We are raising each other up. And we're, do, we're doing that, even you and me, Sarah, over the 20 years that I've known you, mm-hmm. we don't do small talk. We do, wow, I saw you just talk to that girl or I see that you uh, just did this at work. Like, why did you do that? And how do we do better? And like, let me tell you how I think it is. So it's just, it's like more of a continuous improvement type process of like, let's keep going back and forth, back and forth versus like, here's one experience of like, let me tell you this one time my boss came in and gave me feedback. Like, yeah, it should be every day in order for us to constantly be improving on ourselves. Right. I love that you made that connection to the continuous improvement side. It is best done when it's iterative. When we think about feedback, it's ongoing. It's building on that prior conversation, prior relationship. And I know you've got that, you know, quality background to think about continuous improvement and and how that can be impactful on the relationship that you're building, just like the process you're working on or, you know, the work stream that you're looking at. It's also improving the relationship and, and how that might be impacted as well. If you're thinking about, you know, if I I gave you uh, gave you some power <laughs> and you could have one one thing that people could do better regarding feedback one thing for them to keep in mind what might it be I think people need to be more direct the feedback that I have received over the years from people that I don't necessarily have a good relationship with mm. generally comes at an angle and me personally I do not hear people very well when they're trying to tiptoe through the tulips and kind of talk around an issue. I'm not afraid of someone saying, hey, I think that there's an opportunity to do better here. But if I'm in a conversation and someone says, well, that could have gone better, that isn't feedback to me. Mm -hmm. That is their opinion on a situation. And I don't know if it's about me, it's about them, it's about it's too warm in here. I think feedback needs to be direct. Mm. And as I said before, it also needs to be actionable. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tie that in in a moment. So I guess I'll ask you for the last question of our time together. T, can I offer you some feedback? Are you going to give me something negative right now? Because the answer is, Sarah, from you, you can always give feedback. I have a piece of paper and I'm ready to go. What can I do better? You know, I mean, you've you've touched on those items and I'm not, I don't necessarily think it's to do better. I'd love to see you continue to do these things. One of the things that I really value in being able to talk and we've worked together, we've been friends for a long time. I think that I appreciate your direct approach. I know that when I'm going to talk to you, you're going to tell me the way it is. And it isn't going to be tiptoeing around the tulips. <laughs> and it's not going to be beating around the bush or any other garden <laughs> garden phrase we can come up with. You're going to tell it to me like it is. And then we're 
going to discuss it and then we're going to process it and then we can dig in a little bit more. I also appreciate, and you touched on this earlier, that action orientation. You push people to come up with the next step. You've shared that this is a frustration. What are you going to do about it? You've shared you want to make this thing better. What's the next step? And I think that that push towards a purpose or push towards that action is very needed. And especially, you know, we've seen in a number of our conversations, I think that that's really helpful for people, you know, to not only discuss what could be better, but also to talk about how they're going to participate in that. And I know that you also hold people accountable. So I definitely appreciate those two things. So definitely not a criticism, but more of a, I'd love to continue to see it. I know I've been grateful to be able to receive it and um, hoping that you do that with others as well. Well, T, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. And thanks to you for joining us on another episode of Can I Offer You Some Feedback? You can reach me at podcast at mod.network. We'd love to hear from you and your thoughts on feedback or any other perspectives you'd like to hear from next. As always, give us a quick rating on your platform of choice and share this podcast with a friend. And I'm hoping that tomorrow you take a chance and offer some feedback when it's needed most. Can I Offer You Some Feedback is a production of Evergreen Podcasts, hosted by me, Sara Esmail Beggy Bartlett. Our production team includes Nyjah Galladay, Hannah Ray Leach, and Gray Longfellow. We'll see you next time. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.